0: We have reached the NBA All Star break and we are 55 games in. The Knicks are fourth in the Eastern Conference. And the number one worry right now is still health. We got some injury updates for you guys. So let's go over everything. Hit that intro. They're playing basketball. Basketball. basketball.
1: Nation Podcast, where we've got all your Knicks needs covered. What's up a three, bang, bang, he ties the game.
0: Now, live from the city that never sleeps,
1: here are your hosts, Anthony and Chris.
0: What is going on, Knicks Nation? We are back for another live episode of the Knicks Nation Podcast. This is episode 36. Um, Just wanted to hop on here during All-Star Weekend and talk about the New York Knicks first half season in review, get some injury updates for you guys, Julius Randle, the whole shebang. I mean, everyone is injured right now. That's the main concern at this moment. But Chris, how you doing on this All-Star Weekend? Nice little break for the Knicks and boy, this All-Star Weekend, couldn't have had a better moment for them.
1: You said it, man. We we needed this All-Star Weekend break and I'm feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good, you know? Um, Got a lot of news to talk about. Obviously, you know, Knicks are bruised and battered and just, you know, we need all of our guys back. But, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about what's coming up. Uh, And yeah, man, I'm excited. All-Star weekend. How you you feel so far about All-Star weekend, man? Feel good? I mean, I feel alright. Not good, but
0: you know, Jalen Brunson <laughs> didn't uh, win the three-point competition, and Jacob Toppin got robbed, in my opinion, in the dunk contest. How about that dunk contest, Chris? Man, I mean, <sighs> talk about it, please. I'm upset.
1: I'm really oh, upset. Man. I I don't even know where to begin. I mean, look, I don't want to say. I mean, I'll say it. You know, Jacob Toppin should have. You know. He should have been in the next round over Jalen Brown. I don't know what Jalen Brown did. He just did a basic dunk over somebody sitting in a chair. And, uh, you know, the re- the the judge- judges gave it to him. It, it's, it sucks, man, because the dunk contest used to be such a great event. And I feel like every single year, man, the dunk contest just gets worse and worse and worse. And they keep saying how they're going to bring it back, bring it back. And they just... And it just falls flat on his face every single year, man. And look, I'm not trying to be a homer, because obviously Jacob Jacob Toppin was in it and whatnot. And to me, he had the best dunk of the dunk contest. Yeah. For sure. And he didn't get the nod over Jalen Brown, who clearly was upset and didn't do the dunk that he was well, I mean, whatever he had planned didn't go the way he wanted to. Did a basic dunk and they were like, Okay, you win. You you go to the next round. So I mean, what what are your thoughts on that, man? Because, like you said, he, he did get robbed. The dunk contest, I think, it
0: hasn't been the same, obviously, since the Levine and uh, – who was it? The Levine and um, – Aaron Levine. Gordon. Eric, uh, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, the Levine and Aaron Gordon. I mean, it hasn't been the same, and now they're trying to get these G-Leaguers in here, and, look, the G-Leaguer won back-to-back years, but until superstars and NBA stars actually commit and play in this thing, Jacob Toppin, in my opinion, got – the crappy end of the stick because he was Jacob Toppin and nobody really knows who Jacob Toppin is that's just my opinion look shout out to Jacob Toppin I thought he had one like two of the best dunks on the night but unfortunately didn't work out that way and Brunson just missed three straight threes at the end there in the NBA uh, three point competition I was rooting we were all rooting for him but yeah um, he kind of sold
1: there at the end that was that was uh, <laughs> and the Dame won it. man I wanted him to hit those threes man Badly, me too. Me too, man. He, he, when he got to that last rack, I was like, Oh man, we got this, you know. Because how many times have we seen Jalen Brunson hit shot after shot from that same corner? And unfortunately, it didn't go down. But look, man, that three point contest is exactly what they're looking for from the dunk contest, right? Just stacked with prime time players. You had Dame, you had donovan mitchell you had cat there you had Jalen brunson i mean all these dudes were just shooting lights out man and i'm happy with brunson's performance man you know i'm happy i'm happy he got he got to show off a little bit didn't make it to the next round but i just want him to get out of this healthy (laughs)
0: likewise so all-star weekend is still i mean the all-star game is going on as we're recording this right now so Keep your eye out on that, but yeah, just wanted to come on here another another Sunday uh, evening talk about chopping up the New York Knicks. Look, fifty-five games in, the New York Knicks have twenty-seven games to go in the regular season, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, and they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now, as we all know. Dealing with a lot of injuries pretty much sound like a broken record over here. But All Star break came at a good time because um, I can go down the list, Randall. We have a Randall update. We have an, an OB update. Mitchell Robinson is hopefully going to get back on the court and do some practicing. He's been on Twitter kind of active lately, which kind of leads me to believe that his, uh, the vibes are starting to, you know, maybe he's happy. You know, maybe he's happy he's about to start practicing. And it's looking like DiVincenzo, Hartenstein, and Bogdanovich will be able to go versus 76ers. But yeah, injury news. Julius Randall update. The latest update we have for Julius Randall is that Ian Begley says, quote, Begley offered a positive forecast on the status of Julius Randle, the Knicks newly minted three-time All-Star. Randle was one of several ailing Knicks regulars. And then he goes on to say, I've heard during this period that there has been some positive progression here during the rehab. I think that that that's left people with an even More reason to be optimistic that Julius Randle will be back at some point this season. Begley says, I don't know if they're out of the woods yet, but certainly the progress that he has made over the last couple of weeks during the rehab stretch has left people excited about the possibility of him coming back. And then I have a tweet here from Bondi who says, Julius Randle wants to get back ASAP. And then Bondi says he's going to amend one part to say there are differing opinions on Julius. He wants to get back ASAP p but then others think that it's better for him to wait so when you hear that chris begley's offering some optimism bondi says Randall wants to get back asap um so it's looking like it's 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 happening like it's closer we're getting to a point where there's going to be julius Randle on the court which is exciting to me but when you hear all of that bunched in i know it's a lot of information what do you uh what do you think about all that
1: Basically, that's that's Julius in my opinion. That's Julius wanting to get back ASAP. I mean, when when this injury happened, we were hoping obviously, you know, it wasn't something that was gonna take him out of the season. And we we all said it multiple times. Hey, if if this isn't something too major, Julius is gonna do everything he possibly can to get back on that court as soon as possible. Yep. So in my opinion, that kind of like cements that. You know, Julius, we all, we all know he's a warrior. And I'm I'm sure without a doubt he's he's trying to get back ASAP. He doesn't want to be on the sidelines. We saw it during the the previous Laker game. He was just you could tell he wanted to be out. there. he wanted to run right out on that court and help this team. So, you know the 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 part that sucks is do you play it extra safe with Julius? You know, I mean the Knicks have lost a couple of uh you know games in a row now. I mean, in my opinion, it's too soon to, to be panicking. We're still in a really good spot. So maybe be a little bit patient, but I also don't want to run Julius out there unless he's close to 100%. And hell, if we can get him to 100%, which is most likely unlikely, but, you know, that that's that's the way I'd go. Play it a little bit safe. You know, don't rush him out there. You don't want him to get re-injured. And, and see how it goes. I mean, this team has enough. In my opinion, where we can do all right with without Julius for a bit. If we get some of these guys back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, man. Four game losing street to close out the all-star break. Um, and it just just hasn't looked good. You know, now we have the Bogdanovich with a with a calf. I mean, when that came down, I was like, bro, come on. I mean, people yeah. are dropping like flies over here. But yeah, so some optimism on Julius Randle. I think he's going to be definitely on the court. Um, whether that's beginning mid-march that's what it's looking like but we just i have a poll in the chat right now which injure do you think is the most critical to have back OJ and ob julius Randle or mitchell robinson 12 votes so far 50 50 percent OJ and ob 50 percent julius Randle. so if you haven't done so already please vote on that poll but yeah look julius Randle. i think he's gonna come back i think um i actually saw him i think he's on vacation right now with his wife so get your mind right Get your body right and hopefully he's rehabbing and, and whatnot. And uh yeah. But OG Ananobi. We got an update on OG Ananobi. I'm gonna play you guys some audio and then look, it's it's looking pos- it's even more optimistic for OG Ananobi, which is kind of exciting because OG Ananobi is very important to this team. I mean, the New York Knicks are what, twelve and two with OG Ananobi on the court. And yeah, listen. To, this is from Fred Katz on his podcast. Just listen to Fred Katz and what he has to say about OJ and Obi. It's pretty exciting stuff. Obi is due for he's supposed to get reevaluated on the elbow sometime around March first. Mm-hmm. And from from what it's been explained to me, it does not sound like he'll be back that much later. After then, okay. like the expectation is he will go in for the reevaluation and. Not that long after the reevaluation, they're going to be like, "Okay, you're good. You can go resume on court activities. And then not that long after he's ready for on court activities, he'll be ready for contact and then be back. I think the expectation, you know, who knows on a setback or something like that. But as of now, everything is going well, as has been described to me. And the expectation is that he's back at some point in March. That was Fred Katz on the OG Ananobi injury. OG Ananobi, he says, is going to get reevaluated on March 1st. And the expectation is that he's not going to take a long time to, I mean, he'll be returning a little bit after that. So March 1st is right around the corner. That is literally in a couple of weeks here. So that's some great optimism on OG Ananobi. Again, the Knicks don't play till Thursday. So there's still more time to recover, still more time to rehab. So OG and I think the New York Knicks will get him back before Julius Randle. So then you would have Ananobi and then Randle coming back, and then news on Mitchell Robinson is starting to come out. So Chris, OG and from Fred Katz, it's looking positive, man. I'm loving what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm, loving, I'm loving what I just heard because OG and
1: is very important to this team, Ed, as we saw. Yeah, yeah, we've we've been missing OG out there on the court, and. And I'll give you some even more positive news. I, I was listening to Bart and Han recently, and they were talking about OG's injury. And, you know, Alan Han was all concerned, and he's mentioned, you know, bone spurs. Yeah. But, you know, Bart was like, oh, that's not a serious injury. I've had that procedure done multiple times, and I was good in a, in a week and a half, two weeks tops. So he didn't sweat it. And he was somebody who, again, he said he had it multiple times, this, this, this same procedure that og and has yeah he said look once you once you free it up once you clean it up it's um it's more so you know getting that wound to heal and then you can go right then and there you can go out there and play because it feels that much better so to me that's you know that's amazing news and to get og back is gonna be huge because i mean look we just need everybody back at this point but He's such an important piece for us defensively that that will be the biggest help, in my my opinion, short of Julius Randle coming back.
0: Yeah, I agree. Look, the New York Knicks, when they acquired OJ Ananobi, they are 12 and 2 with old Andrew, OG, OG Ananobi on the court. They are 12 and 1 with Julius Randle and Brunson and OG Ananobi all playing because one of those games Brunson missed. So they're 12 and 1 when you have Randle. Ananobi, and Jalen Brunson on the court. We all saw what it looked like in January. It was amazing. New York Knicks were one of the hottest teams in the NBA. Then, what we... Like, they essentially went out the same game, if you remember. It was that game versus Miami Heat. Obi played extremely well, finished the game, and then after that, it was... He was out against the Hornets, and then Randall with a dislocated shoulder. So... They essentially went out the same. They did go out the same game, so yeah. they've only played thirteen games together. Julius Randle, O.J. Ananobi, and Jalen Brunson, and they are twelve and one in those thirteen games. Now, they are they played zero games with the newly acquired Knicks, Chris, and Alec Burks and Bogdanovich. They were acquired from Detroit. Obviously, look, I've heard some. Things on Twitter and people are, like, down about Alec Burks because about how it looks. Alec Burks was starting versus Orlando. But I just want to caution Knicks fans and, and just say to you guys, like, just, just be patient because it's not the finished product. You know, they just throwing in Alec Burks in the starting lineup. Hopefully, they get the playbook this. I mean, hopefully, they're <laughs> knee-deep in the playbook now during the All-Star break. But, I mean... Do you have concerns with chemistry? Speak about, you know, Alec Burks and Bogdanovich, what you saw, what you didn't like, what you liked. And, uh, yeah, but just been seeing a lot of Knicks fans kind of, you know, a little bit cautious on them. But I don't know. I think it's too early to judge, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. It's definitely too early, in my opinion. And, look, it can't be easy for those two guys. You know, a lot of people, like you said, you know, going off on Alec Burks, saying he sucks, why did we get this guy? Yeah. Look, th- look at that situation that they literally got thrown into, you know. Yes, the Knicks are a good basketball team, but you're missing OG Ananobi. You're missing Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. You know, DiVincenzo ends up getting hurt. hard has been in and out of the lineup. You know, you got everybody trying to play and cover different positions, you know. Alec yeah. Burks wasn't brought in here to be a lead point guard. He wasn't brought in here to you know, start per se Uh, Bogdanovich, same, same thing. You know, these were supposed to be guys who were going to come in and give us that offensive firepower off the bench. But because of all the injuries, you know, they got thrown into a tough spot, man. Um, I don't like it. I don't like the, the, all the flack that Alec Burks has been getting and Bogdanovich for that matter too, because you know, they're coming in here and, you could say Alec Burks knows the playbook, but hey, it's still gonna take him a couple, you know, a couple games at least to get comfortable again. And Bogdanovich, yeah. man. All in all, I like what I've seen from Bogdanovich. I like what I've seen from Burks, man. It's gonna be better. But when all you have is really Brunson out there and teams are just double teaming him, triple teaming him to death. And you got, you know, Bogdanovich playing power forward. You got guys just out of position in general. It's not going to look as good as as it could once you get Julius Randall back, OG and OB, you know. Yeah. So in my opinion, I think it's way too soon to be, you know, just killing these guys. And we got to give it we got to get our guys back, first and foremost. And I guarantee you things are going to look way better. <laughs> they are. And uh hit some of
0: these comments. Appreciate every single one of you. In the chat, chopping it up Sunday evening, another podcast, live podcast. Tropic Lightning says, Let's go, Nick's. What's going on? Nick's 100 GM. Did you see Candace Parker cut off the announcer the moment he said Jalen Brunson's name? No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, that is crazy. But I, I saw I Candace Parker. Candace Parker also wore, wore a Reggie Miller choking shirt. Trying to be a troll, trying to be the biggest troll. Don't forget, we won yeah. that series, Candace. I mean, you're trying to be the, <laughs> you're trying to. Like it's not gonna work against us Knicks fans, man. We're just gonna keep firing back at you and look, you made a mistake, just own up to it and admit it. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is at this point.
1: That'll never happen. No. Just just like with that shirt, I'm pretty sure she wasn't aware that, you know, we won that. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah,
0: Bogd- I like what I saw of, back to the Bogdanovich and Burks. I like what I saw from Bogdanovich versus Houston. Fourth quarter, he showed what he was capable of, hitting shots. And that game is under protest right now. So we'll see if the NBA uphelds that game. That'll be the first time since, I think, what, 15 or more years. So the chances of that being, you know, us going back to Houston and playing an overtime game are slim. But there is still a chance for that to happen. And look, the, the I don't see why, why not. The NBA said they made a mistake. The referee said they made a mistake. Um, So we'll just see on that. But I like what I saw in Houston. Bogdanovich... He's a sniper hitting his shots, hitting his threes and Burks. I think Tom Thibodeau also in that Houston game kind of showed his hand, Chris, because, you know, McBride didn't play that whole entire second half only came in for like, I think, a defensive possession, a couple of defensive possessions. So when everyone is whole, everyone is healthy again, who knows when that is, but it's looking like McBride might be the odd man out. So I don't know if you guys like that. But that's kind of what I
1: what we predicted. So
0: that's yeah, what I, was
1: like. I, I I noticed that as well. I mean, yeah. look, it's no secret that Tibbs loves Alec Burks and did so the last time he was on, with the Knicks. But uh, I did notice that you know McBride took a backseat to Alec Burks, and look, um, I think Alec Burks is a little bit better at you know getting the team, even even this early on, he's better at getting the team you know into their sets. So. It could be something as simple as that. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Miles McBride out there with Alec Burks, though, in my opinion, because yeah. I think that's plays more to McBride's strengths, right? He doesn't have to handle the ball, per se, and he could just kind of be a catch-and-shoe or three-and-D type of player in that role. Yeah. So, But I think you're right. I think you're right. I think, um, you know, when all is said and done, once we get our guys back, McBride might be, you know, the odd man out in the rotation, per se.
0: Yeah, Uh, Jay, what's going on in the chat? What's going on? Nick's 100 GM says, I was impressed. Always appreciate you guys in here. Yeah, McBride. Look, it's going to look when these guys start trickling back in, you know, hopefully Ananobi can come back and Isaiah Hartenstein, Dante DiVincenzo, can't forget about them. It's looking like they're going to return Thursday versus 76ers. So that's the expectation is that those guys are going to return. So you essentially have two important guys in your starting lineup. DiVincenzo hurt his hamstring there in the Houston games. You know, played a lot of minutes in that game. Um, that's a, it, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is at this point. So we're expected to get those guys back. And then when Obi comes back and, you know, Randall, and, you know, things will start to click and Burks and Bogdanovich can just stay in their bench role and provide us that offense. And, you know, but when, with everyone, it's just kind of funky right now. This, this, yeah. this whole, you know, they're trying to learn a new system, but they're trying to learn a new system with guys that are not going to be playing. So it's it's hard, it's tough, but you know, hopefully those guys, those guys are professionals and they'll get it. I'm not concerned about, especially Bogdanovich. I think Bogdanovich is going to hit a, a lot of big shots for us in the playoffs. I'm, I'm calling it
1: now. I like that. I like that, and I and I believe so too. I think him him and Burks are going to be huge for this team once they get in their proper role. I think. Look, you, the Knicks are going to be one of the deepest teams out there, man. Yeah, like this was the perfect trade in my opinion. We got two really good players, and Bogdanovich. Look, he's he's no slouch. I know he hasn't shot it as well as uh, you know the calling card says, but he's gonna come around, man. He's gonna come around, give us some more time, and once he gets that playbook, and once we get again, sound like a broken record. Once we get our guys back, we are we are broken. You know, this team is gonna be a handful, man. This team is gonna be a handful. I can't right. wait for the for the game where they can't triple team Jalen Brunson anymore, man. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it.
0: All right, the poll is up to thirty votes. If you're just joining, vote in the poll. Which injured Nick do you think is the most critical to have back? OG Ananobi, Julius Randle, or Mitchell Robinson? OG Ananobi is winning the poll fifty percent. Julius Randle forty three percent. Mitchell Robinson seventy percent. Chris, let's vote on this poll together. Who do you say is the most critical Nick that the New York Knicks need to have back? And if they don't have them back, him back, then we're screwed.
1: <laughs> man, it's tough. I got I got to say, just because of the impact he's had, I got to go with OG Ananobi, man. Ooh. Just because he can switch, you know, he can guard basically one through five, you know? And that's huge for this team, in my opinion. Yeah. And before he got hurt, you know, he was showing us a little bit extra on the offensive side. So I say OG Ananobi, but it's really a toss-up between him and Julius, in my opinion. What do do you think? You
0: said OG Ananobi. OG's look. OG, his impact is is so important to this team. But I got to go Julius, man. I got to go Big Jew. I mean... The moment he went down, it's it's just taking that extra offensive load off of Jalen Brunson because yeah. teams are doubling him, trapping him. He's not getting enough open threes anymore. And Jalen Brunson, when Julius Randle was here, great catch and shoot, three-point shooter this year, about 42%. Julius Randle made his life so much easier on the offensive end. And it's crazy how sometimes we don't realize that until somebody – of Julius Randall stature has to go down. Yeah. And now we're like, dang, come back Jew. It's funny how
1: that funny how that is. Right. But that's true. It's true. I mean, with Julius, the thing is he doesn't even have to be having a good game per se or going, going off. He still commands those double teams, you know? And that's, that's huge. That's just as important as, you know, being amazing on the defensive end. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so I got to go, Big Jew. Poll is up to uh, 32 votes. Ojinobi is winning that poll. But yes, if you're just joining, news is Julius Randle is going to get reevaluated in a couple of weeks, and it's looking like he wants to come back ASAP. That is from Stefan Bodney He wants to come back Thursday. That's It's looking like he wants to come back Thursday. But Knicks are being cautious with him on that front. But I think usually during that those situations, Chris, the, the players usually come out on top so it's going to be interesting to see who wins <laughs> the Knicks
1: or Julius Randle
0: <laughs> and I think it's
1: going to I be mean, Big you that that's the weird, yeah that's the weird thing because I mean with Tibbs you know Tibbs man you you could be 50% but if you tell him you're good to go and you, and you want to give it a shot he'll throw you out there man so <laughs> I, I hope the Knicks save Julius from himself if he's not you know close to 100% but we'll see man we'll see we, we could use all the bodies we can get at this point.
0: Ojan and Obi from Fred Katz. We played the audio about ten minutes ago. We'll play it again in about fifteen minutes. That he will get reevaluated on March first, and the expectation is a little bit after March first. He's going to return after that. So that is very important. That is very great news, in my opinion. That is, you know, the, the, <laughs> music to my ears. As they say, man, music to my ears. And the the, the report is that Hartenstein, DiVincenzo Vincenzo will be all back on Thursday. And, yeah, I mean, health is the main concern for the New York Knicks right now. Look, we've had, what, four-game losing streak to end, end the All-Star break. Now we're during the All-Star break. Get the guys healthy. Get the guys, you know, back in, in the system and in the flow of things. And hopefully we, we have some guys to reset. And, look, but it was rough, man. The four-game losing streak, especially, you know, that the Magic. I mean, we've lost now, what, three times in the Magic this year, Chris? Yeah. And they're, they have not got a single one, right? They're a tough out. You know, they're a tough out. I mean, that game was just annoying, especially with Apollo hitting like bank shots. And it was just one of those games
1: where <laughs> they were saying, they were calling Bankero <laughs> freaking primetime Carmelo. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that, I mean, that he had was, a hell of a game. That was hell an annoying one.
0: That was an annoying one. And of course, the Houston one, which that's what made that Houston game so important. You know, every win matters, especially with everyone out. But it's just, you know, one of those times for the Knicks, and it's looking like that, you know, the guys are going to get healthy and the guys are going to get back and and whatnot. So yeah, once again, the New York Knicks are twelve and one with Randall, Brunson, and Ananobi in the lineup. They're twelve and two with just Ananobi and uh Julius Randle in the line. With they're twelve and two with Ananobi on the floor. But Brunson missed one of those games. So only played thirteen games together. Chemistry, Chris. In a perfect world, everyone is back. We got the squad back. We got OG starting. We got Randall in the court. Harnstein blocking shots. Mitchell Robinson is back. We'll touch on Mitchell Robinson in a bit too. Bogdanovich. Burks off the bench. Josh Hart off the bench. Remember, he's been playing 40-something minutes. Precious, who has been absolutely incredible for the New York Knicks. Chemistry is that going to be an issue
1: in your opinion? I think I think you could look at it, look at it in two ways, right? You could look at it as in a lot of these guys are being forced to play together right now in rotations they normally wouldn't be in and that can help us because now these guys are more familiar with each other, right? You can go that yeah. route and you can also go but they haven't played with OG. They haven't played with Julius much. You know, Mitch has been out. They haven't played with him. So is it going to take time? I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. We got some really smart players on this team. And I don't think they're going to have too much of an issue. But I could see it on the flip side. I mean, how how do you feel about that? Do you think it's going to take these guys, you know, once everybody gets into their normal position, normal playing positions, you know, it, do you think it's going to be that hard for them to kind of gel, per se? Starting
0: the starting five, no, you know, we've seen it. You know, they're 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 in, they're 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 great. They're the starting five with OG and Randall, they're they're amazing, but it's when you start mixing and matching. I think O.J. Ananobi with the bench unit because I'm, I'm I'm liking the lineups of Ananobi with Bogdanovich and Burks. I think that's going to look fine. But rotations are, you know, precious. I mean, precious has to – he has to play, you know. I mean, what he's been doing these last couple of weeks, I mean, pretty much since we acquired him, he's Julius Randle's backup, but he has been inserted into the starting five. And he's blocking shots. He's playing great defense. He's scoring the rock. Um and we know how Tibbs like to shrink his shr- 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 shrinks the rotations. So that's I'm not worried about the chemistry. I'm worried about the rotations because I feel like there's going to be games where, you know, there's somebody going to be the odd man out. And most of the time, I feel like when everyone is healthy, that probably will be precious. But and rent and uh, yeah, that probably would be precious. And then um, McBride. But that is when everyone is healthy. But Precious, I think, needs to play. He's earned his spot in this. In this, I mean, he's play, he's going to be in the rotation. I'm just saying when everyone is healthy, it's going to look, you know, it's going to be interesting what Tom Tilbury does. But chemistry-wise, I, I like the lineups off the bench of Bogdanovich, Ananobi, Burks, Hart, and whoever's healthy between um, Hartenstein and Mitch and, and whatnot, but, you know. That's why when we acquired Anobi and Bogdanovich, we're one of the deepest teams in the league. But it's good to have depth. It's good to, it's a good problem to have. Right?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely a good problem to have. I mean, yeah. That's why these trades were done, right? We went from not having anybody really for the bench unit as far as, you know, an offensive punch to having two guys now in Alec Burks and Bogdanovich. And like you said, Precious has earned you know he's earned his his minutes in my opinion. So yeah. when we get Julius Randle back, there you go. You got somebody you can depend on to spell a couple minutes for Julius Randle. That's a that's a big hole we had, you know. We always said it before Julius got got hurt. Man, if Julius goes down, who who's who's going to step in? What what do we have? And we've seen unfortunately, you know, when it comes to you know, having a Taj Gibson on the team, you know, Minutes haven't been good. It hasn't been uh, what we thought we'd get, you know. Hell, Knicks fans are super optimistic. We thought we were gonna get you know old school Taj Gibson, but it looks like that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Yeah. But Precious, man, I, I gotta give him all the props, man. He's he's been a, he's been a force for us with all our you know top guys out, and like you said, good problems to have. Good problems to have, and. You know, I just, again, I can't wait till we're at full strength.
0: Can't wait as well. Hit some of these comments. As you can see here, I gifted some of you guys some memberships. So if you're lucky enough to get one, they're all random. YouTube does it. They're random. So shout out to <laughs> Finesfo, Chico, and Jet, Ruben, Bricks Nation in the chat. You all guys were gifted memberships and whatnot. So Coach, yeah, salute. What's going on? Three-point contest was good. Yeah, man. Brunson, Dropped the ball at the end there, missing three straight threes. Coach here says Precious won't play when everyone is healthy. And then he says four dudes off the bench: Hart, Bojan, I heart Burks, Deuce, and
1: Precious are situational. What do you? What is your response to that? I think I think there's some truth to it. You know, as far as Deuce and Precious, especially situational, right? Yeah. So, like I mentioned, you know, even though Precious has been, you know, balling out. I think he's going to, you know, just spell a couple of minutes here and there for uh, for Julius once he's back, you know. But for right now, you know, not knowing when we're going to get all of our guys back, I'm sure Press is going to be in the mix. And how can you not have him out there the way he's played, you know? So, look, it's not like Mitch is coming back anytime soon. I think he'll also spell time for iHeart. You know, they're obviously going to want to limit his minutes to to, to a point. Yeah. You don't want you know, that Achilles to flare up again. So I think, you know, situational is the perfect word, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Look, let's get there, right? Let's get to that point. I mean, when when we get to that point, I'll be excited. You know, then I'll be worried about the rotations. But at this moment, let's just get to that point. Let's just figure out how we can get to that point. Because right now, you know, dealing with all these injuries. But Mitchell Robinson, like we, we brought up earlier, Mitchell Robinson is set to resume basketball activities at the end of the all-star break. So whether that's this week, Thursday, Friday, this weekend, probably some video of Mitchell Robinson on the court. He has been on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. He has been tweeting and we all know Mitchell Robinson has kind of, you know, when, when he's upset, he goes on Twitter and he gets upset and we, he takes it out on, on on X or whatever and Snapchat or whatever. So Mitch is back tweeting looking like he's he's in good spirits which is important so i mean boy i mean mitchell robinson chris i mean we saw what he was doing versus cleveland last year in the playoffs i mean he's 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 another one that's important but at this yeah. moment i think it would go and it be back a little after that then it'll be Randall, and then maybe beginning of april Heading into the playoffs, we get Mitch back 10 minutes off the bench, kind of easing himself in the game action. But that's where that's how I think it goes. I think it goes Ananobi, Randall, Mitch, and then we're cooking. And then we're look, only how many games did I say we had left? 27
1: 27 games left, yeah. man. 27, only 27 Insane. games
0: left. And let's say Mitch misses the next 15 to 20, then he would have 10, 10 games to get back up to speed until we get into the playoffs. So, you know, like we brought up earlier, chemistry, you know, but I'm not worried about. And then we would have to worry about, like, does Mitchell Robinson come off the bench? I think he will, because I don't think they're going to throw him in the starting lineup. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like I said,
1: Let's get there. Yeah. Yes. Let's get there because, you know, saying 20, 27 games left just kind of gets me a little bit antsy, you know, because you got some heavy hitters that are out. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not even going to say it. They're all going to come back. Everything's going to be good. We're going to get healthy and we're going to make a hell of a run. You know, I can't wait for us to get healthy. Sound like a broken record. Keep saying it over and over again, but I want to speak it into existence, man. And look, Mitchell Robinson, you know, starting on core activity. That's huge. That is huge, man. He was playing at an all-NBA defensive. He was having an all-NBA, all-defensive, you know, type of season before he got hurt. Offensive rebounding, yeah. Offensive rebounding, blocking shots. He was looking amazing. So to have that in our back pocket, hopefully gets back, gets back healthy, gets eased in, that's going to be amazing for us. But like you said, let's get there.
0: But Precious is holding on the Fort, man. That's the thing. I think you know, sure. they're not going to, Mitch is not going to be rushed back. Coach ES yeah says, Do y'all think we give Noel a call? Nerland's Noel, coach? Uh, I don't think so. Butterfingers, Nerland's Noel? I don't think the Knicks Stone go hands. that route. No <laughs> hands, Noel. No, I think if we get healthy, if we get everyone back, then I feel like, you know, we're good in the front court. I feel like we're good. Nerland's Noel, Chris? I don't know about that.
1: I mean, unless there's something out there, you know, I, I have seen the reports that, you know, Knicks are obviously interested in New Orleans, Noel, and so, so are the Brooklyn Nets, and I believe a few other teams. But there's reports. You know, unless, really? Yeah there's, yeah, there's a report out there that oh. the Knicks are interested. Um, personally, I think it would be to take that Taj Gibson spot because Taj just has yes. looked, yeah, you know, bad. But, you know, I mean – you could do worse than New Orleans Noel, yeah. in my opinion. But what what would that signal? Maybe that Mitch isn't coming back or isn't as close as we we like to think, even though he's going to resume on core activities eventually. You know, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. But, you know, let's just hope that, you know, he's not coming in. You know, if the Knicks were to acquire him, let's just hope that it's not like, you know, to for play. him to play big time <laughs> minutes. You know? Just kind just, of a break glass if, if emergency or something like that, which – you know, yeah, I think probably T- another player going down from being in that spot, but
0: yeah, Taj is Taj is done. I feel feel bad for Taj, man. He should be on the yeah. you know end of the bench coaching or whatever. But yeah, to replace Taj, I understand it. Um Gaming says <laughs> heads of Sterling's Roberto Duran, heads of Sterling, hands of stone. Nolan's <laughs> Noel, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean Nolan's Noel. I mean. I don't know. That's a brace glass in case it mergy, If that were to happen, um, Coach yeah, says. So what do we do with the last two spots? Still got last two spots to fill. Buyout market is starting to heat up here. Kyle Lowry going to Philly. Really want to Um yep. Look, PJ Tucker is kind of unhappy in in LA. Maybe he gets bought out. Who knows? But I feel like the Knicks are kind of being patient with the buyout market. They don't really want to want to rush right now and. And who, who knows, man? I mean, who knows what Leon Rose and the front office have up their sleeve? But, you know, yeah, man. I mean, we have two two roster spots that got to get filled up. So bio market is, is – is, look, man, they, you get guys on the bio market, and those guys are normally contributing in the, play, in the playoff series and normally helping you in that route, with, if, even if it's not playing, even if it's like coaching the guys on the bench and, and whatnot and being that extra voice and ears on the bench for the young guys and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean – two last spots and I honestly I don't know. I don't know where they go. You know.
1: Yeah. It's it's been really quiet. I mean, I thought the Knicks were going to be a little bit more uh you know, I won't say aggressive, but I thought there'd be a lot more news out there as far as, you know, oh, Knicks are interested in this guy or that guy if they get bought out. Yeah. And we have seen some of that, but you know, it hasn't happened as quickly as I thought it probably would. So, like you mentioned, you know, Knicks are being um you know, patient with it.
0: Yeah. But
1: I did, uh I believe it was also Fred Katz that had mentioned that he believes that the Knicks are not going to go out and get anybody in the buyout market. Oh, so, okay. um you know, if that were to be the case, which I don't see, you know, what do they end up doing? You know, they gave a contract to, you know, some of the G League guys or something like that. I mean, in my opinion, that would be kind of like, you know, a, a missed opportunity to get a little bit more depth in here. Yeah. Um, even though we're we're gonna be a pretty deep team once we get all our guys back. But what are your thoughts on that? What if the Knicks just stay pat and don't don't bring in anybody?
0: I don't know. I feel like they have to. Um, I feel like they'll bring in somebody, whether it's another big it all depends on these injuries, what they what they um what they feel comfortable with. You know, maybe they get a good they feel good about Mitchell Robinson, he's coming back, you know. Um also, some G League guys that, that we have on the squad. Jacob Toppin has been up here, and Taj Gibson is on a ten day. I think he signed another ten days, so we don't know if he's going to get you know, re-signed. I don't think he got re-signed for the rest of the season, so I think he's on a ten day. So you know, yeah, and I we've think he's seen, on 10 day. and I think he's he's pretty much yeah he's he's done. But um, <laughs> Gamey says if Gordon Hayward gets bought out, that's our guy. Gordon Hayward just got traded to the Thunder, so i, I I'm not. I don't think he'll get bought out, but yeah, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be like a random guy, like 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 that. Like we're not gonna hear about that. Just gets bought out. And we're gonna be like, wow. And then the Knicks are gonna pounce, pounce on it. You know, yeah. if the front office, if Leon Rose has taught us anything, is that they know exactly who they're targeting, who they like, chemistry wise. OG Nobe came in here, feel like a glove. Bogdanovich and Burks. You know, we haven't won with them, but again, it's. They've been playing with guys that are not going to be playing like everyone is healthy. Jericho Sims and, you know, they're just it's just it's tough. It's been tough right now for them. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. Forty nine votes on the poll, Chris. Who do you
1: think is winning? Or do you see? I must say Julius is creeping up a bit. Is, is, is that the case? OG still on top but Julius is, is cutting close.
0: O.J. Obi forty seven percent, Julius Randle forty three mm. percent, Mitchell Robinson ten percent. So I could have added someone else in there, but those are the three, you know, main guys. I could have added like a obviously Dante and Hardenstein are going to be back yeah. on Thursday, yeah. so that's why I left them out. But forty nine votes on the poll, OJ Obi is winning the poll. If you want to chime in in the chat as to why you voted for OG and Obi over Julius Randle, the question is: which internet do you think is the most critical to have come back? OG and Obi is winning right now, and Chris laid it out for OG and Obi. I laid it out for Julius Randle, and you can go both ways. But I feel like Randle lessens the load off of Jalen
1: Brunson, and look, OG is important too, man. I love OG. We, we need both of those guys. When, when all is said and done, we need both of those guys, I mean, to be at our best, right? So get better, get well soon, come back soon.
0: Yeah. Okay. This is from Ian Begley on another update on Julius Randle. He says, I think he um, questioned a surgeon, a veteran orthopedic surgeon, weighs in on Julius Randle, who has taken some positive steps during his current rehab process. He says, quote, he would likely feel some weakness at times. But if he rehabs, he can compensate. Um, they say what I've heard about those types of injuries is that if you dislocate your shoulder, it's very easy to dislocate it again. And like I've been saying, is it's Julius Randle is a lefty. He got his right shoulder got dislocated, but he likes to play bully ball with his right shoulder, likes to back down people with his right shoulder. So that is, you know, that's very, it's a very important, it's a very important shoulder <laughs> for Julius Randle, yeah. even though he doesn't shoot with it. So yeah, I mean he would quote he would likely feel some weakness at times but if he rehabs he can compensate Chris. I mean I it's only a matter of time before Jew comes back guys. I mean this guy's going to come back. <laughs> There's no way. He's built from the Kobe tree. He's he's a tough dude. He's 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 going to come back, but he's going to play through some pain.
1: Yeah, he's going to play play through some discomfort obviously for for those reasons you mentioned, you know? when when Julius is at his best when he's attacking that rim and usually when he's doing that he's doing it with ferocity man so gets me a little bit you know a little bit concerned you know cuz like you said he does you know use that shoulder you know that's his lead arm to create space you know he draws yeah. draws contact with that part of his body as well so you just got to hope that you know that he comes back as close to 100% as possible man because you know, if that thing pops out again, that's that could be it, right? So gets me a little bit concerned, but you know, I'm sure Julius again, I'm sure Julius is doing everything possible to get get strength and the Knicks team is gonna do everything they can to just prepare him for that contact once he gets back. So Yeah. We'll see, man.
0: Chris, I know we spoke about not speaking about the All Star game. During this podcast, but <laughs> I took a look at the score right now. It is one fifty seven to one thirty six at the end of the third
1: it's, quarter. It's a it's amazing defense being played by both <laughs> sides. Amazing. Tibbs will be so proud. <laughs> this will be freaking going
0: crazy right now. Wow. Well, one sixty to one thirty six at the end of the third quarter. But yeah. Um Jew. <laughs> Yeah, Jew's gonna come back. He's gonna come back. Look, it's he's gonna play through pain. He's gonna play through pain. The right shoulder is, um, he's he's rehabbing it now, and hopefully this these extra couple of weeks. I think he, I think what this week is kind of like the two to three week mark that will be reevaluated. I think that's the second week. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait on that. Audrey and be, those of you that are just joining, we played a Fred Katz audio soundbite that pretty much said that Anobi will get reevaluated on March first which is in a couple of weeks Knicks don't play till thursday so he would get reevaluated on march 1st and the expectation is that he will come back a little bit after that so that is very important coming out the break chris i mean we got two important games right i mean right now we are the number four seed in the eastern conference and you know we've lost four in a row and that's kind of set us back but the people i mean the team behind us the 76ers and indiana's what, two and a half games behind us. So the East, I mean, then you got Miami winning six out of their last, six and four in their last 10, excuse me. So we're still a game and a half behind Milwaukee. That's, I mean, Milwaukee's been a mess. So coming out the gate, 76ers, Boston Celtics. First two games coming out the All-Star break. So that's important. You know, these games, 20,
1: 27 games left you know that's, that's yeah, important it's 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 getting it's getting close to that i mean it is it's close to that time already yeah, right yeah we got to finish this this regular season off strong and in my opinion we got to get this game at philadelphia you know got to no no embed we got to go out there we got to we got to give it our all to get that win because going to boston and you mean going to play boston that's going to be that's going to be a bear you know it's going to be a bear with 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 the injuries we got Man, that would have been such a great game. Such like a
0: preview of Knicks-Boston if everyone is healthy. But it's looking like, you know, DiVincenzo and Hartenstein will be back. But I want to know will be in Random won't be there for that game. I think that's Saturday in the Garden, actually, in MSG. I know Boston calls. Yeah, whatever. But yep, in, in MSG, Saturday versus Celtics. And then we have some winnable games after that. But these next two games coming out the break, that Philly game, man, that is very important. Like Chris said, come out the gate. Beat the 76ers and kind of separate yourself because Cleveland, nine and one in the last 10, number two seed in the East and Milwaukee's like kind of reeling here. You know, I think if the New York Knicks can get that third seed, I oh, if they just can get that third seed, man, that'll be huge. That'll be huge for us. And that's what, that's what
1: I have my eyes on that third seed. Yeah, man. I mean, look, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were talking not too long ago. Knicks were right there for the two seed, right?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the one seed possibly could have been in our sights if, if things continued the way it was going. But, yeah, man, I mean, do you think the Knicks are are looking at seeding at all? You think at this point in time the Knicks are like, eh, maybe do we want to be third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, kind of like, you know, match up with somebody who – Kind of gives them an easier path in the playoffs. You think the Knicks are looking at things like that at this point in time? I mean, with so little, I mean, 27 games left,
0: and the Heat are just three games behind the Knicks, and the Heat are in the playing tournament. So, you know, the Knicks have lost four in a row here, and, you know, we can say injury this, injury that, but, you know, coming out the gate, we got two tough ones. So a little two-game losing streak and a Miami Heat two game winning streak, and you're right there, and the Heat are one game behind you, and then you're one game from the playing tournament. And that's not what you want. <laughs> that's not what you want at all. So I don't think the Knicks can afford to just look at all oh, no, we're good, you know. You know, we'll just finish top six and this and that. And look, I think they need the guys back, they need the guys healthy. And they need to start stacking up some wins, like Jalen Brunson said, which I absolutely love. Like, we can't keep looking forward to what we will be. We have to look at the current Knicks team because we don't know what will look like when that happens, if that happens. So we just have to start winning games, period. Like Donovan says in the chat. What's going on, Donovan? We have to start winning games, period. I mean, the Heat are three games behind us, for, and – Playing tournament, Chris. I mean, I don't want to – out of those words again, but we got to start winning, point blank. So I don't know. To answer yeah. your question, I don't think yeah. the Knicks can afford to just, you know, be like, ah, you know, give him an extra week here and there. But, you know, we got to – and I think the Knicks have the 12th toughest schedule remaining in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. So they have that going up against them. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, look, it's it's crazy to think, right? With with the way the current standings are, you know, there's just such little margin for between all these teams. So you yeah. lose one, you lose two, and in our case, we lost four, and we drop. You know, just like that. You know, I mean, just as quickly as we were, you know, half game out from like the two seed, boom. You know, we get knocked down. So. You know, things are heating up. Things are heating up. Teams are starting to play better. And like you said, Miami is right there a couple games away. And, you know, that's it. That's that's their MO, right? Seems like they just borderline play 500. And then towards the end, they start to heat up. So, yeah, like you guys have said, we got to start winning these games because, you know, things are getting tight in the standings, man.
0: And I think they will. I think they will. I think uh look, Thursday is important at Philly, missing a bead. I know they still have Maxi and, and whatnot, but I think Thursday was important for the team. And in Boston on, on Saturday, that's gonna be a tough one without the guys. But CM, what's going on in the chat? When is this show on? I keep missing it. Every Sunday at nine thirty. And we are on now, CM. So appreciate you tuning in live and listening to us. Every Sunday at nine thirty we do a live podcast and then we post it to Apple and Spotify. So you guys can, if you're audio listeners, you guys can take a listen to it there as well. But yeah, just chopping it up, man. We got some good news on the Ananobi front. Julius Randall was eager to come back. Mitch Robinson resuming basketball activities. DiVincenzo Hartenstein will be back on Thursday. And like we were just talking about, the East is very, very tight. So a couple of games, you know, but I don't want to think about that. We just have to win. Who's in front of us? We just have to keep winning, you know, and then we just worry about all the other dominoes to fall into place after that, and then, and then, yeah, I mean, but until then, All Star Break is still happening until Thursday, so the guys have some time to get healthy, and you know, hopefully, we can uh, just get a couple of our pieces back, man. Please,
1: please, basketball gods, it's, it's all it's we ask for. It's a couple, it's all and, we ask for, man. And let Jalen Brunson. Leave the All Star game without any injuries. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Take him out right now. Take him out right now. I mean, if he's if he's still playing right now. But yeah, I mean J B is uh playing the All Star games. Pretty cool. Seeing Jalen Brunson this All Star weekend. He's looking like a kid in a candy shop, man, just embracing <laughs> everything, embrace enjoying the moments and whatnot. Unfortunately he could have won the three point contest and the dunk contest was an absolute disaster. So the uh the uh judges were Not on Jacob Toppin's (laughs) side on that one. CM says, love the show. Always appreciate you, CM, in a chat, supporting or whatnot. 54 votes. Ananobi still winning. OG Ananobi, 48%. Julius Randle, 43%. Mitchell Robinson, 9%. So, look, Ananobi, man. I mean, I love OG, man. I I just, (laughs) look, 12-2 with Ananobi. And, you know, when he got traded here, he changed the culture, Chris. I mean, he changed – Dare I say, he changed the season
1: <laughs> because hey, before man. that, it was it was rough. I, I, I said it, right? I, I said it here. I was like, hey, I don't know about OGs, a lateral move. Yeah, yeah, said <laughs> said I said that. I said he's just a little bit better defending than RJ. I said all that stuff, man. And he won me over, man. He won me over. His defense is elite, not just a little bit better. you know. And he started showing us that offensive game, man. So in my opinion – you get somebody like that, you know, you need you need that day in and day out. You need a guy like OG and OB, and we're lucky to have him. Can't wait till he's back.
0: Cannot wait till he's back. So, Chris, any um, anything you want to touch on before we um, head up on out of here? You know,
1: uh, episode in the book. No, nah, man, we just got to get them wins, man. We got to yeah. come out this all-star break. You know, get as much many of our guys back as we possibly can, and start getting those wins. Because you know, it's right tight. around the corner comes tight. the playoff. Man, twenty seven games left. Twenty seven games left.
0: That's nothing, it's man. A- I feel like I feel like it was just yesterday we were on here, just episode twenty, uh, the mixed Nation podcast, <laughs> and. Now it's 36, man. It's been, you know, it's been crazy, man. I appreciate every single one of you supporting and whatnot, but, you yes, know, it's yes. been a heck of a season, and I'm, I'm excited for what is to come. Um, CM says Paul George in the offseason. Um, let's Ooh. just wait. Let's
1: just wait. I, I mean, you know me. I, I wanted Paul George from from the get-go, so why yeah. not?
0: <laughs> why, we got to worry about signing Hardenstein, Precious. We're not going to have cap space for, for all that, so... I think uh, I think he'll go back yeah, to Indiana yeah. if he doesn't stay in the, in L.A. But yeah, like Coach here says, hit that subscribe button, smash the like button on the channel, Apple, Spotify. If you haven't done so already, please leave a review. It helps out as well. But Donovan Jaden says, I I definitely can't wait to get O.J. and Obi back. Yes, I mean, look, he's winning in the poll, forty nine percent gives you that defense, and it stinks because when he was. When like the last few games, he was just starting to get comfortable offensively, hitting his mid-range shots, looking like baby quiet out there, (laughs) being extremely comfortable in the offense. And then boom, poof. I feel like I feel like these guys like like sometimes I have moments when I'm like,
1: what happened? (laughs) Like I'm like, come on, like seems to always happen to, to the Knicks, though, you know, like. You, you didn't see that happen. I know I know he had some injuries in Toronto, but n- never like that. Just like, you know, yeah. hitting a stride and the next you know, poof,
0: gone. Yeah. It was but, such a great – it was such I mean, like an exciting time too at the end of January, beginning of February. But look, we'll get back on track. We will get back on track. We will get everyone short. healthy. OGNLB will come back. Randall will come back. And the guys will come back. And chemistry, in my opinion, won't be an issue. But we shall – see episode 36 in the books all-star weekend appreciate every single one of you in here joining us on this sunday evening we will be back next week every sunday at 9 30 we are live streaming and uh yeah appreciate every single one of you as always it is let's go knicks we'll end it on this last gaming comment he says precious and iheart are playing out of the knicks they were they were playing real good despite the injuries some teams could offer them a big contract yes Especially Precious, I don't think you can keep both Isaiah yeah. Hartenstein and Simon Precious. That's gonna be. But let's talk about it in the summertime. Let's. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Let's enjoy these guys while we got them. You know, not not yeah. saying that they won't be back because you never know. But yeah, you never know. I agree. They are playing above and beyond what I think anybody thought they were capable of. So, you know, let's enjoy while we got it. All right. Appreciate every
0: single one of you in here. I'm Anthony from Mix Nation. Uh, that is Chris. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace! Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form, youtube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time.